0: following program is sponsored by michael w smith the views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff management or ownership phoenix this is brother mike i'm back on the radio welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. thank you for tuning into the radio program today we thank you for your time today's uh, bible study excuses me Today on Hardcore. Hey, I wanted to show you how to find your destiny today, and I'm going to eliminate one of the blockers the devil uses to keep you from it. Great radio show today. Call somebody right now and tell them the program's on. Looking for your destiny? You'll find it today. This is Brother Mike. I'm the uh, professional counselor at the uh, Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. We're downtown in the heart of Maricopa County, Arizona. I've been a professional counselor for 39 years and on the radio here for 19 years. Thank you for your support. When you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll see all of our ministry services. You'll notice we have seminars. We have a monthly seminar. It's usually on the last Friday of the month. We have a women's only seminar. Highly anointed service every other month. Uh, We have one here in May, that's on the website. I have a deliverance training class uh, that I share in the small sanctuary on the fourth Saturday of every month and on the first Saturday of the month during the summer we have our children's deliverance service. that's for preteens starting in June, then July then August. Please bring your children before the devil gets them. Thank you. On the homepage of the website, Sister Karen would love to lift your house for sale. She loves working with born-again Christians. And by the way, thank you for all the referrals you've sent her. It's been great. And uh, also on the website is the PayPal button. You can send us another donation, as you've been doing for the last 19. If you know someone who needs to be delivered and they can't come for help, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I will send you the miracle list, a step-by-step process for deliverance, for Christians, excuse me. That's right. Uh, I've been a counselor for thirty-nine years, as I just mentioned, and uh, I've noticed that uh, Christians who grow up in dysfunctional families learn, obviously, learn behavior patterns from their adults, and uh, families that are that are negative and critical, and Children who grow up in a non-positive environment always have uh, traits that are the same, and one of them is making excuses. Making excuses is one of the worst things you can ever do after you transition out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. As you leave your sinful life and enter your Christian life, making excuses will block your blessings, quench your anointing, and allow you to miss your destiny. Let me give you a couple of quick examples. Uh, you know this, this one is obvious. Satan uh, used a, an animal in the Garden of Eden to trick Eve. She sinned and then gave the fruit to Adam. Then he sinned. And when they got caught, the first thing Adam said was, the woman whom you gave me to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. The first thing he did when he got caught by God, was to blame his wife. The Lord turned to the wife, and the first thing the wife did, Eve, the first thing she did was blame the serpent. She said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Adam was worse than Eve in this instant, where Adam blamed God, which is what a lot of Christians do when things go bad, they blame the Lord. Eve blamed the serpent. As I mentioned earlier, if you're raised in a dysfunctional family, you learn to make excuses from your parents, from your adopted parents, from your step-parents, from whoever. And Moses and Aaron were raised in the same family. They were brothers. And they were both excuse makers. Whenever they got in trouble, whenever they wanted to get away from something they were afraid of, they made excuses. Whenever they made a mistake, they made excuses. In Exodus chapter 4, Jehovah, the Hebrew God, comes to Moses in a flaming fire out of a bush. And he tells him, the short version of course, I want you to go to Egypt. I want you to save my people. And bring them to the wilderness so I can start the nation of Israel. And you know the end of the story, Moses did that and Israel went through because of Joshua and the nation of Israel is alive today, 2,000 years later. But did you know that Moses, being a chronic excuse maker, didn't want to go and when God asked him to go, he starts making excuses. Exodus chapter 4, Moses said, Behold, they will not believe me and they will not listen to my voice. They will say that Jehovah has not appeared to you. So Jehovah then gives Moses a series of miracles trying to convince him that uh, the Lord would be with him and deliver the children of Israel of Egypt. The first one was the rod miracle. Throws the rod down. It turns into a snake. Moses then panics and runs from it. Moses ran from trouble, just like he did in Egypt. He ran from the serpent rod, and he makes excuses. This is the kind of person Moses was, and this guy was really jacked up. He grabs it by the tail. The Lord told him, pick it up. He did, and it became a rod again. Then he gives him the leprosy miracle. He sticks his hand in his tunic. He brings it out. It's leprosy. Sticks it in again, brings it out. It's it's normal. Then he turns water into blood. Uh, Of course, he already had the burning bush. He gives Moses four supernatural miracles, and then Moses continues to make excuses. He said, Lord, I am not eloquent, and I don't speak well. I'm slow of speech. I, I stutter. And the Lord tries to convince him by explaining to him that, look, I made mouths I made human beings. I I made ears, I made eyes. I will be with you. Go and I will tell you what to say. I'll teach you. Then Moses uh now running out of excuses says, "Lord, send somebody else." Exodus 4:14, the anger of the Lord kindled against Moses. That's the Hebrew word afa. Afa means to snort or huff like this. <sighs> Jehovah was getting a little steamed because he had shown him all these miracles. He gave him his word several times and Moses keeps making excuses and then flat out says, Hey, send somebody else. Then God said, Look, Aaron's coming up the mountain and, uh, I know your brother. He's going to be so happy to see you. I know he can speak well. Go ahead and go ahead and take him with you and I will be with you. Well, if Moses hadn't have been a coward and and hadn't have made all those excuses, Aaron would have never gone back to Egypt because Aaron wasn't called to go. He only was called because Moses wouldn't go. And so you saw all the trouble that God had with Moses. Aaron and Miriam tried to overthrow Moses in the desert. Miriam turned into a leper as a result of it. And then the golden calf thing. Aaron was always running his mouth like a busted chainsaw. He was the Peter of the Old Testament. He had all kinds of ideas. He was a know-it-all. He babbled on and on and on, but never came up with anything good. Well, Moses goes up to receive the Ten Commandments. He's gone too long, so the Jews start panicking. And they go to Aaron. They said, hey, uh, this guy, Moses, he disappeared on us. We need some gods that we brought from Egypt. Make us a god that we had in Egypt. So Aaron tells him, uh, hey, give me your jewelry. Give me your uh, silver pots. All that stuff came from Egypt. And they're collecting jewelry and, and all the expensive things that they plundered Egypt with when they left. And he molded it into a golden calf. Moses came down and saw the calf and and. The stuff hit the fan, huge. And Aaron says to Moses, quote, let not the anger of my Lord be hot. You know these people, they're set on mischief. So then Aaron immediately blames the Jews. And the reason he said that is because he knew Moses could relate to it. And Moses knew that the Jews were nothing but mischief. And then Aaron explains to him what happened. He so said, they came to me and they said, you didn't come back on time, you were late, so make us gods which shall go before us, and uh, we don't know what happened to Moses. So Aaron is now blaming Moses for the problem he was he was late, and he blamed the Jews for the problem because they wanted an idol. then he then he blames the idol. he says, "I told him, whoever has any gold, bring it off and and bring it up." They gave it to me, and and he said, I cast it into the fire, and this calf came out. So now he's saying that a calf miraculously came out of the fire, just molded itself. The whole thing was a ridiculous siege of excuses. you got to understand something. If you grew up in that kind of family, and you developed a behavior pattern of making excuses, you will never fulfill your call from God and you will never find your destiny in this life. You will miss it. And you only have one life to live and you will not get a second chance. It's one shot and that's it. Whatever you do from the, with this Bible study, you have got to focus on stop making excuses. Excuses, as Paul said, quench the spirit And it grieves the Holy Ghost. And once you do those two things, your calling and your destiny is no longer assured. Anybody can make excuses, and the cause of it is always fear. There's always some form of fear behind someone who makes an excuse to get out of something. They're afraid. And see, God did not give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. The Greek word for fear in that verse in first Timothy, is Dalia and it means cowardice. And that's what a person is. They have a spirit of cowardice when they make excuses and they blame others for their problems. If you have that behavior pattern, you can be helped and you can be delivered from these demons of lies and blaming others 602-636-5800 if you're a born-again christian you're eligible for free counseling services and free deliverance services at the deliverance center god is calling you to your ministry he has a destiny for you he has a call on your life for something important but until you repent of until you repent of making excuses, you will never find it. Proverbs chapter 28 says, He that covers his sins shall not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. See you next time. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.